Hey, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Lessons in Behavior Change. My name is Aaron, and today we're going to be talking about why you can't seem to stick to things for any length of time and why it's such a struggle to implement any new changes. There's often a problem that many people face and they try to change something. It could be with regards to their exercise. It could be regards to their nutrition. Maybe it's finances, whatever the case may be, where you're trying to make some change and you might be able to do it for two to three weeks at a time and you're kind of running off willpower and you're just trying to make these changes. But after a while, you start to falter and eventually that term falling off the bandwagon comes about and we go back to what we were doing. So why does that keep happening? What's one of the reasons why that is a thing? Well, one of the big things that many of us face is our expectations are kind of getting in the way of us actually succeeding. Okay, so the stories that we tell ourselves and the standards that we create in our minds for ourselves of what we should be able to do are astronomically high and they kind of get in the way from us actually building up the skills, building up the momentum to actually get there. So if you expect yourself to be flawless at whatever you're trying to do, it's going to be hard to live up to that expectation. We're all human. We all have flaws and things that um, make us unique and different. No one's going to be perfect 100% of the time. There's going to be things that come up that throw a spanner in the works from time to time. Life's going to throw a curveball at you. There's going to be little challenges along the way. But unfortunately, one of the things that has led to us kind of feeling this way, like it has to be perfect, is things like social media and social pressures that are around us. So if we're, think about this for a moment, if we're scrolling through social media, say we want to improve our nutrition, okay, and we're scrolling through social media and we see some posts about healthy food and we think, oh, that looks good, you know, I'll, I'll give that a look. And we click on the account that it's from and it's from a 25-year-old you know, personal trainer who's eating all these clean foods and they're posting all of these stories or all of these reels on their page and you're just seeing post after post after post after post about what I eat in a day and it's always healthy, it's always lots of green vegetables and perfectly put together food to make it look appealing. If we're seeing that over and over again, we start to adopt that mindset of I should be doing that because this person's doing that. What we're not thinking about is, hey, that person's 25 first off. They probably don't have the same kind of circumstances that I might have if I'm 35 or 45 or 55. They're in a totally different life stage. They also aren't showing you 100% of the time. You know, they're not showing you the times where they might be going out with friends or they might be having a drink on the weekend. Or even if they are, in contrast, it doesn't look like it's very much to what they are showing you. So we've got to kind of got to take that with a bit of a grain of salt and go, well, hang on a minute. How different is that person's circumstances to my own? You know, that might be great to, to strive towards that sort of thing, but we can't expect ourselves to go from zero to 100 and be doing that 100% of the time perfectly. It's just not realistic. And one of the other things that really trip us up is worrying about what other people think. So the expectations that we set ourselves are largely based on what we think other people are going to 
judge us for? What are they going to say? What kind of look are they going to give us if, if we go to work and we take something for lunch? Are we going to get comments about that? And if we're worrying about what other people are think, thinking all the time, that's going to not really help us either because we're going to then place a judgment on ourselves and we're going to alter our behavior in accordance with what that judgment might be. So we might not make a change in one area because we're scared of what other people might actually say or you know think about us. So in saying that, that's kind of the, the sort of problem that a lot of us fall into. How can we actually start to adjust our expectations to make this process a bit easier and to allow ourselves to get to the point where we can actually start to get some momentum, we can actually start to change our behavior for good and then it becomes second nature because at the end of the day, that's what we all want. We want to change a behavior and then get to a point where we don't have to keep thinking about it. I think about when you were a kid and you were learning lots of different new things for the first time, tying your shoelace. When you were a teenager driving a car, like, you know, going through those steps to be able to do something that you then use for the rest of your life, but you don't have to consciously think about it. But when you're tying your shoelace, you're not having to think about making the loop passing it around and threading that you just do it automatically it's the same as brushing your teeth driving a car that sort of thing that that you want that to be second nature so how can we actually get towards that well we have to start to work on those expectations and how can we actually start to question those expectations well the first thing that we need to do is have an idea about how change actually happens so we want to think in terms of small steps rather than going from A to Z. We wanna be thinking about, okay, well change actually happens when we go from A to B to C to D, and we make small changes that way. Now, it sounds really simplistic. So I, a lot of the pushback when people hear this sort of thing is, well, I'm not six years old anymore, so therefore why do I have to just take things in small um, steps all the time? And that's true. No one is saying that you're only six years old, and sometimes that can come across as a bit of a, a dig, but it's not. We have to think about where we're at currently. And yes, we might be able to understand what it is that we need to do, but we also need to think about, well, what are we currently doing and how different is that to what I'm wanting to do? Because I can't just go from what I'm doing right now to what I wanna be doing all in one hit and do it perfectly 100% of the time. Because when we try to do that, as we've found out and as we've discussed, that's when we fall off the bandwagon time and time again. So we wanna think about, all right, well, how can I start to get some momentum? How can I just take that first step from A to B, C to D, and then once I'm, once I'm going, then I can start to move a little bit quicker. You know, It's not a case of we're just gonna be spending the next 10 years on this journey. We might start off slow, but we're gonna eventually get quicker at doing things. You know. We have to learn to walk before we can run. But once we get to that point where we can run, that's where we start making massive amounts of progress and it happens relatively quickly. And if you are older, chances are that is going to happen much quicker because you've got experience behind you. You've got life experience. You know life's gonna throw you different things here and there, but you've had time to experience those things and how to work around those things too. So yes, it can feel kind of slow in the beginning, but we do have to give ourselves that time to build that momentum and think about it from that perspective. We're building momentum. When we can start to create a bit of movement, then we can start to really put the, put the foot down and actually make up some, some time there. 
The second part to it is to question the stories that you tell yourself. This is huge, okay? Because a lot of the expectations, or well, all of the expectations really, come from our, from our own mind. So why is it that you worry about what other people might say or think? And then the other thing to follow that up with is what would you say or think to someone who was in the same situation? Okay, here's an interesting thing for you to, to think about is anytime you're worried about what other people might judge you for, think about do you do the same thing to other people? Because if we are doing that and we're judging other people for what they are doing or saying or thinking, chances are we think other people are going to judge us for those same things. So that's what we want to really start to question is what am I doing in relation to how other people are going about their own change process? You know, am I casting judgment? And if that's the case, how can we look at pulling that back a bit and going, well, all right, if I stop doing this, I'm probably going to make it easier for myself. And I'm also going to possibly learn something in the process as well. If I'm watching what other people are doing and I'm not judging them for it, I'm just watching out of curiosity, I might pick up a thing or two and learn that and then I can use that too. And so then it sort of brings us on to the next point of if you were helping a friend going through this same change process, how would you help them? What could you do for them? So if they were doing the change and you were there just as a, a bit of a support, what would that look like? What would that support that you could give that friend uh, look like? You know, would you be judging them? Would you be saying, hey, you you've, you've missed you know, two out of the three workouts this week, like that's, you got to lift your game a bit. Or would you be saying like, hey, you got one workout in this week compared to previous weeks where you haven't hit any, that's awesome. Like, keep going. Like, how can we facilitate that to happen again? Because if we think about it from that perspective, like a third person perspective, we often have a bit more compassion and we can think about things from a broader perspective and actually come up with new ideas. So that's a really good way of doing that. And the other thing we want to do is get curious with our own situation that we're in and the journey that we're on. So treat your change process like an experiment. What do you find makes you feel good about going on this journey? You know, even the small things. There was a quote I heard, or it was part of a, a business program one time, and one of the coaches that did a Zoom call with us, he actually said, acceleration comes from appreciation when we can appreciate the small things and what we're doing and give ourselves a little bit of compassion from time to time, that's where we start to see acceleration. That's where we start to make that momentum happen and we start to move quicker. We move from that stage of learning to walk to being able to run. And when we can run, we can get there much faster. However, if we don't take time to give ourselves that compassion, to be curious, we're never gonna get to that point. We're gonna be constantly feeling like we're constantly just walking one step then the next one, then the next one. Is there any resistance? You know, where do you find that there is resistance? Do you think that that comes from a certain area? Did you hear a lot of negativity when you were growing up? Was there a lot of judgment about certain things? Start to question that, really delve into that and go, why am I thinking that now? How could I think about this in a different way? And then also what seems to be working for you, even if it's small, like what is going really well? And is there a possibility that you can do more of that thing? Can we dial that up a little bit more so that it is easier? So for example, if you're trying to change your exercise and going to the gym at 6 a.m. feels really difficult, yet going for a walk 
at 5 p.m. just as soon as you get home from work feels really easy to you or walking at any other time, whatever it may be. If that feels really easy to you, how can you do a little bit more walking, even if it's five minutes? Is there a possibility to do more of that to make it easier in the long run to improve your exercise or to change your exercise? Because chances are the things that are already working and that feel good to you, there is room for that to grow. And then also what challenges come up and how are you able to overcome them, to work through those challenges, because that's crucial. If we can learn things about how we've overcome setbacks and challenges and things like that, we can use that information again for when it comes up again, because let's face it, there's gonna be challenges that come up from time to time with the rest of our lives. So the more that we can find answers to those things, the better you're gonna get and the more consistent you'll become. And that's, at the end of the day, consistency is king. The more we can do something towards our goal, the, the quicker we're gonna get there. And you're also becoming more resistant. We wanna just be taking a mental note. You can also write in a journal and do this. That's a great way of doing it. But if you don't, even just taking a mental note and learning from that experience so that then you can come back to it next time and question things when they do come up. So hopefully this was kind of helpful for you. If you're stuck in a situation like this and you find yourself starting something, you're going all right for a little while and then you seem to fall off and it's been happening for a while, go through these steps, really start to question things, especially the understanding of how change works. Are you expecting yourself to go from A to Z straight away? And where does that come from? What are the thoughts behind that? Why are you expecting yourself to do that? Has that happened in another area? And then has it also happened differently? You know, when you were learning the skills for your job, did you know how to do that from day one or did you have a learning process involved in that? Because chances are you've gone through that, you've actually done, applied that same process before. What lessons can you learn and reapply it this time around? As I said, I hope this was really helpful for you. If you do have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at HeyFossa. And if you are looking for any help with regards to implementing a new exercise plan or some nutrition, have a look in the show notes. I'm going to leave a link about how you can find out more information about how I can help you. Thanks so much for listening, and I will speak to you next time.